0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. What is up and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. If you're listening to this in real time because you're a OG, your day one, that means that today is the last day for the massive Black Friday sale where everything is 50% off. So make sure that you are popping in to the show notes, clicking on that link, and taking advantage of the fact that everything, and I mean everything, almost everything, is 50% off. So go and do that. Okay, let's dive in. So today, it's going to be a very tactical episode. We're going to be doing this Um, step-by-step. I came up with five different ways, five different ways of where you are keeping your money matters. Or I guess better said, five ways that you could be keeping your money in the wrong place. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, I hope you really enjoy this tactical episode. I've been doing a lot of more mindset stuff and and been getting great feedback, but I also want to make sure that I'm giving you step-by-step ways and processes that you can go implement in your life today. Okay, so let's talk about the five different ways that you might be keeping your money in the wrong place and why where you keep your money matters. Okay, let's dive in. There's five. The first one, if you are holding onto cash in a savings, but you have a ton of debt, the reason this is a mistake is because, especially if you are holding onto cash in, let's just say like a box under your bed or in the bank at your you know in a savings at your bank and you with a basically no interest that it's accruing and you're having a lot of debt what does that mean the reason this is a mistake and the reason it matters where you're keeping your money is because your savings are just sitting there they're just sitting there they're just chilling what's going on buddy like just sitting there and your debt is accruing interest against you Dun, dun, dun. it's like a Darth Vader thing. I'm watching Star Wars right now. Who has Disney Plus right now and is just living their best life re-watching all of their favorite Disney originals? Because it's me. Hello, it's me. We've been really into – we're watching literally all the Star Wars in order, and I've never done that before with the, like, the new ones too. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. I love Star Wars. Anyway, um, it is – hurting you if you are holding onto cash, but having a ton of debt that's accruing interest. Let's say you have a savings account and you have $15,000 in there. You're like, look at me. Who am I? I have $15,000 just sitting in my savings. But at the same time, you have $7,000 of debt of credit card debt, and it is accruing interest at 27%, which basically means you are throwing money out left and right because every single month, not only do you have your credit card payment, but your debt is accruing more interest, aka your debt is growing into more debt. While at the same time, your savings is just chilling there. Okay, so what do you do? In this case, where you keep your money matters because you should be taking some of your savings unless you have, you know, something crazy coming up. You got, you know, that savings for a specific thing. But if that is just savings, let's take that savings, pay off that debt, and you're, you'll still have savings left over. But we want to take some of that and get rid of that debt so you don't have that crazy debt piling up and growing every single month. <clears throat> okay. That's number one. Number two, if you are holding on to a lot of cash in a normal savings, if you're holding on to a lot of cash in a normal savings. So if you're holding on to anything over a thousand dollars or over a couple thousand dollars, and again, this is money that you are, it is not for a specific thing, or maybe it is, but the specific thing is far out. So what I mean by this is if you have $3,000 in a simple saving from your bank, but that $3,000 is about to go towards um paying for new a new um car engine, then you don't want to do this. <clears throat> because you're about to use it for something like this week. If that is either A, just savings or B, it is savings for your wedding that's next year or the a car for a car that you're going to buy next year. Then, what we want to do is we want to not keep that in your simple savings at your bank. We want to keep it in a high yield savings account, high yield savings account, aka one of the best kept secrets ever. I don't know why everyone doesn't have one of these. A high yield savings account is basically a savings account that actually accrues interest. If you're at your bank on a simple, using a simple savings account, sure, it's accruing interest, but it might get you like $0.10 a year. If you are accruing interest at using a high-yield savings, um, again, high-yield savings accounts, the interest rate does fluctuate. I think right now um, uh, the average is about 1.8, but 1.8 as opposed to point zero 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 one. Makes a big difference, especially if you have the more money you have in there, obviously the bigger that that money is growing for you. Okay, so we want to keep our savings. If you're keeping your savings in your bank making nothing, we want to put it in a high yield savings account. And again, there's pros and cons um, of that. Again, if you have specific goals, we might want to be putting that money elsewhere. I'm just saying between the two, high yield savings account go online, search what type of account you want to do, do some research on the different types out there and go and do that. I'm not going to go really in depth into what a high savings account is today. On another day, I will. Okay. Number three, if you are putting all of your money into investing with no liquidity. So if you are just investing so much into retirement. You're investing into like stocks or bonds or anything. If you're investing, but you don't have anything liquid. Okay. And what I mean by liquid is I literally don't mean like watery money. Like no, liquid money means that you can have it fast. Okay. If I, if Shay calls me and he's like, babe, I need a hundred dollars for, gas right now. That was the dumbest example ever. But if he calls me, if I have all my money invested in my retirement, I cannot just be like, no problem. Be there in five, log into my Fidelity banking or whatever, withdraw the money. Like, no, it's not, it doesn't work that way. Yes, you can pull money out of your retirement, but there's number one, huge fees. Number two, it's not immediate. And so that's not very liquid. Cash sitting in front of me on the table, that's extremely liquid. Like it's right there. I can take it. Um, so we want to have, again, the, number three is if you're putting all your money into investing with no liquidity, we want to have some liquid money. Okay. A lot of times this is called an emergency fund. Instead of having all of your money be putting away to where what happens if your car breaks down? What happens if your little puppy gets sick? What are you going to do? If you have no cash on hand, you are probably going to put it on a credit card. You're going to put it on credit card debt and then have to pay that off or withdraw with huge fees from your retirement or whatever. And we never want to do that. Okay. So you have to have some liquid money, like an emergency fund before savings. Or let's say you're doing that right now, pause for a second, go and Put some cash on hand, then go back to investing. Okay, number four, you are putting all of your money towards debt with no liquidity or emergency fund. So this is another thing, okay? A lot of times I will see people do this, very similar to number three, but I, two different types of people do making these mistakes, okay? If you are putting all of your money towards debt, which kudos, you're going to be debt free and you're doing all these things. If you throw every, all of your money towards debt every month without having an emergency fund, without having cash on hand for something to come up, you are going to go back in debt if something comes up, if the car breaks down, if a a bill, an unexpected bill comes in, if you got sick or whatever. So you want to have some emergency funds or something chilling there while you're paying off debt because you got to have something liquid again, which just means easy to use. Okay. And lastly, number five, if you are keeping all of your money in your checking and easily spending that ish, like we, if you don't even have a savings account and all of your money just sits in your checking and you're like, I'll save with whatever's left, nothing will ever be left or you'll have a little bit left, but you'll dip into it. Okay. So if that's you, if you have one account and all the money comes in and all the money goes out, get another account, get a savings account, get a high yield savings account. Make sure that when your paycheck comes in, you're automatically taking money, allocating some for your checking to where you can spend, you can pay rent, you can pay your mortgage, you can pay your bills, And then money goes into your savings or and then money goes towards debt and then money goes towards these other things. But make sure that it's not just all chilling in your checking account because, again, it's not making any interest from sitting in there and you're more likely to spend it. Think about if I gave you $5 and came back tomorrow and said, hey, where did you spend that? it would probably be easy for you to tell me where you spent that. You were like, I bought a cookie. Done for $5. It was a gourmet cookie. Um, or if I gave you $10,000 and then you spent it and then I came back and I was like, where is that $10,000? Tell me every single transaction. You'd be like, "Um, okay, so I spent some – on my, getting my windshield wipers fixed. I spent some on groceries. I spent some on a shirt. Like it'd be hard because there's more money to keep track of. So make sure that you want to really only put in your checking what you are allocating towards spending. It's so important and it will make a huge difference for you. Okay, so today I just, I wanna just bring it home. Where you're keep, you are keeping your money matters. It's not just about, am I saving? Do I have enough? Do I have this? It matters where you are keeping it. So go through audit. What do I have in investing? What do I have in savings? Where am I keeping my savings? What do I have in my checking? Where am I keeping that stuff? Go through that. It's important that we're allocating things correctly. And of course we can, we can do a deeper dive later of, well, When I'm investing, should I be putting money just into savings or should I be growing my emergency fund to 1 million or what should I be doing? We can dive into those things later, but I wanted to do a deep dive first of where you are keeping your current money. Go home, audit that right now, and I will see you on next week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.